the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown. I'm proud to have as my co-host, Mark Honf of Pacific Private Money, one of California's fastest growing mortgage investment firms, and Rob Spinoza of RPM Mortgage. And for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, imagine a few guys sitting around a bar having drinks without the drinks, talking business with you, the audience listening in. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for three tanning certificates given away during this show. Those Certificates are not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Got to check them out. Today's trivia theme is general trivia. I do want to give a quick shout out to Precore Fitness in San Rafael. We got some equipment from them, and Gloria treated us very, very well. And they have sales going on for. Looks uh, like you've been on it too. You thank down, you very much. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm down six hundred pounds. <laughs> yeah. no. No, I, You're no, not supposed no. to put the treadmill on the scale too. Just yeah. you. <laughs> Excellent point. Excellent point. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, so they got uh, sales going on for treadmills, ellipticals, bikes, and everything. And they got stores in San Rafael, San Mateo, Cupertino, Dublin, and Walnut Creek. But Gloria and San Rafael treated us cool. very well. That's great. Okay. Rob, you're going to educate us about some stuff. Yeah. Hey, um, it's great to be back. Happy New Year, everybody. I know it's January, uh, well into January, but uh, we, our industry was in the news um, as a result of, of the transition of power. And it was in the news in perhaps a perplexing way because I've talked to people in the industry. I was talking to my wife about it and they're like, well, isn't that a good thing or isn't that a bad thing? And so, what you're talking about is? Yeah, specifically, it, um, we had uh, earlier in, in the year, early January, we got a notice in our industry industry that the Federal Housing Administration, the mortgage insurance premium, the MIP, which is a monthly uh, uh, portion of your bill when you have right, an that FHO. That hated charge that everyone it, goes, exactly. well, waste money. It, it, mortgage insurance, insurance it, right. it, it, it builds the fund that the FHA uses to insure new lo- loans, that that was going to go down. And it was, a, um, it was a, a, a part of the outgoing administration's sort of adjustment to FHA to make it more attractive and easier for first-time home buyers to afford. So a good thing for consumers a good was thing that it was going consumers. down. And, and the other uh, unusual thing about that with FHA loans, uh, changes tend to be implemented at the start with what is known as the case number. But in, in, in this case, what they were going to do is they were going to implement the reduction in MI premiums for loans that funded after January 27th. And it was going to be a 0.25% uh, revision downward. In, in this area, it would roughly equate to about $1,000 a year. For consumers, so not, okay. not, 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 not insignificant. Not, yeah, okay. insignificant right? actually, yeah. So um, the new administration took office on Friday the twentieth, and the first action they took was to uh, delay and suspend indefinitely that reduction. Why? 
Good question. So, Mr. Trump, Mr. Trump <laughs> thought, well, a lot of people, you know, viewed Trump as a real estate guy, pro, yeah, pro real estate, exact pro business, exactly, pro, yeah. business. Well, pro yeah. little guy too, yeah, pro exactly. little guy. Um, but what we think the rationale behind this move was was basically to send a signal because they could do this without further congressional compl- implications or, or complications. They could send a statement to say, no, this is our administration now. We're going to review all of these moves carefully before they go uh, into practice. You, you know what? Okay. I heard a banker tell me that one of the things that she thought of was the fact that the um, they were just like throwing good money after bad because they were kind of um, they're they're sort of insolvent and it appear to be insolvent. Yeah. It's like why keep the premiums? You know, I mean, if you if you lower them, right. you're going to make them even more insolvent. So something along those well, lines. Well, so so that and that also plays into the whole thing. I think Mark, you were going to go there. It's like the big government, small government thing. Where does where does FHA fit into this picture with the new administration? Yeah. Because FHA has promoted the health of the first time home buyer and the first time buyer market. So by making it less. Uh, affordable for those individuals, you, you you prevent them from buying. But at the same time, the other side of the coin is people will say, well, if you make these loans too easily or too accessible, then you run risk of the portfolio not um, performing. It is a catch-22 because yeah. if you, it, right, if you decrease the monthly cost of a loan, and let's face it, a lot of these FHA loans are 97% Correct. financing. Correct. So, um, lower down payment, right. uh, lower FICO scores. Yeah. Uh, so if you make it easier back for the 2005 before, right, issue right, again, it, That's yeah. exactly right. But, gotcha. one, but, but the other interesting dynamic, and this study has been done, uh, and it's, it always comes across as inconclusive to me, but there were periods of time where the FHA mortgage insurance premium was as high as 1.2%. Wow. And now they were talking about reducing it from 80 to 0.55, so a quarter percent reduction, Point eight to point five five, but you remember that that at recent times in the past it's been much higher than that, and that further exacerbated the fact that FHA loans were tough to make. But but also, uh, if you paid down your principal mm-hmm. over time, weren't you able to get rid of mortgage insurance? FHA changed that a couple of years ago, so the MIP portion now stays in effect for most FHA loans for the entire. Term of the loan. See, that's wow. that's that's kind of ridiculous because if you've paid off, you know, ninety percent of your mortgage, but but, but well, that's this, the reason why they could, would be able yeah. to decrease the premiums, right? Exactly. Because now, now you know what he's dropping base. is. Yeah. That's right. Gotcha. Yeah. So, and and the other function of FHA that that uh, did not change is there is an upfront mortgage insurance premium known as UFMIP. That is 1.75% of the loan amount. FHA taxed that on to the loan at the beginning, yeah. and you, you feel that in your monthly payment. So I, I just think the whole idea of 3% down is just scary in the, in general, just you know, for, from the standpoint of the taxpayers who have to basically foot the bill. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's an insured loan. That's the reason for the insurance itself. And you look at the VA loan, which uh, VA offers, and, and, and God, you know, they, they certainly should do it. But VA loans will allow a veteran to come in with 0% down, and VA loans have performed historically well. Well, because those veterans, they know how to pay their bills. Okay. All right. We're going to cut to our uh, first commercial break. Before we do, I want to make a mention here for Alcatraz, uh, the San Francisco legendary Alcatraz Island. You have to plan ahead. Uh, The guaranteed lowest price for Alcatraz tickets. Go to www.alcatrazcruises.com. All right. Here is our first trivia question. Brendan Fraser, Jason Robards, Henry Fonda, and Hal Holbrook are some of the characters who have played on TV and the silver screen. What U.S. president? That's our question. All right. 
The uh, first caller with the correct answer is going to win a free Tan Bella certificate. Call 888-912-1190 to answer that question. And don't touch that dial because the best of investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here along with Mark Honf and Rob Spinoza. First trivia question. Brendan Fraser, Jason Robards, uh, Henry Fonda, and Hal Holbrook are some of the actors who have played on TV and at the silver screen. What U.S. president? Lincoln. Lincoln, Lincoln that yeah. is correct. Very good. Okay, so uh, Rob, before we get back to you on this, we want to make a mention here also for the Flamingo Resort and Spa in the heart of Sonoma Wine Country, a unique historical landmark. Uh, heated pools, tennis, poolside dining, weekend live music, health club, and yoga studio. Stay fit while relaxing and touring the nearby Sonoma Valley wineries. Visit flamingoresort.com. All right, take it away, Rob. Well, we were going to cover a number of different things. Mark, or you had a, I always love the numbered list. So I'm looking at that over my shoulder. Why don't you go so ahead and I run with that? A couple of artic- <laughs> yeah, I pulled a couple of articles off the wire that are still kind of recapping uh, 2016, 2016 in the yep. real estate market. And since uh, we're three of us are real estate guys, we're going to kind of go with that vein uh, this show. Um, the first article I pulled was just kind of a summary of, of how January is shaping up. And, you know, mortgage rates have actually gone down yes. in January after uh, uh, a, a Trump bump, uh, which is a good thing in the stock market, a bad thing. I think yeah, I would agree with you rates. But commercial real estate rates have gone up almost 100 basis points. Re- residential, about three quarters of 1%. Yeah. So most. Uh, prognosticators who like to predict uh, where they think uh, interest rates are going, mortgage interest rates are going, um, for the last like five years in a row have been saying, well, at the end of next year, we predict mortgage rates will be 5%. They've been wrong for the last five years running. Interest rates have continued to hit new lows, and we were in the low threes uh, uh, last year Mm -hmm. still in in parts of uh, 2016. Um, You know, we've gone up above four. But we saw that uh, drop. Uh, it, what, did, what did it go up, Rob? Up to about four and a half at one point. On some and, programs, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and now it's back down to you know, you know, f- four and a quarter. But you know, here, here's the point that I have on this: is that really no one, you know, as, as much as I guess I personally believe that if if we are going to be at uh, uh, point five, that maybe 2017 is the year that it actually happens by sometime year end or or beginning of 2018. But there's no guarantee of that because right. there's just all sorts of things that that uh, impact these long term. Interest rates in the in the ten year treasury. So, anyway, so that's uh, that's actually a good thing, and I think that's good for the housing market that we we aren't seeing you know a weekly you know increase Agreed. in mortgage rates. So, uh, and realtors that I've been speaking with now in the last couple of weeks here in January are so bullish on the market right now. They think we're going to have an incredible uh, um, spring, early spring market on the sales side in yep. the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I've got some homes going on the market myself. So I'm, I'm crossing my fingers that we're going to see that. So here are a couple of, a couple of other things that uh, this article mentions. Um, and, and we pretty much all know this. More young Americans are living at home. Uh, nearly 40% of young Americans, which doesn't define here, but I'm going to guess under 30. Okay. Um, uh, Sounds young to me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All of us. Anyone under 40 Nearly is Nearly 40% now. <laughs> of young Americans lived under the same roof with their parents or relatives in, well, it says here 2015. I think they meant 2016. So largest percentage since 1940. Wow. So huh. when that trend begins to reverse, that's going to be a good thing for the housing market. Yeah. yeah. Right? 
Uh, here's another thing that won't shock you. Low housing inventory on the West Coast. But what's interesting about this little piece of statistic is that um, San Francisco, which used to be in the top 10 list for low housing inventory, isn't actually on the list this year. Huh. That surprises it's, me. It's yeah. uh, Seattle, Eugene, Oregon. Um, other cities in, in the Northwest are uh, peppering the, the top 10 list. San Francisco is actually uh, just outside. There was actually a 4% increase in homes for sale last year. So inventory actually increased in the San Francisco region while it decreased in other West it, Coast it, areas. Uh, it's, I'm going to guess it's just because they, they just priced themselves out of the market. You know, they were just so pricey that people just stopped buying, you know, and not stopped. Well, and we've seen some price adjusting. And, you know, depending on, you know, there's you can break the the housing market into, you know, multiple categories of price. And and some of, you know, some that I've uh, seen tracked are just the low, medium and high. They, you know, basically three tracks and high would be anything over a million dollars. And certainly uh, and if you break it down to a fourth market, kind of the ultra high or the. uh, you know, over five million. Clearly, how, uh, uh, home prices in the Bay Area that uh, had been selling over five million—they've uh, are flat or downward trending. While the homes um, in the five hundred thousand dollar range, they're still upward trending. So I agree. Um, again, they're not building enough new homes uh, to meet demand. And and, so. and California wants us to secede from the union, according to. The- some of the right, people. it's up to one out of, one out of three. Certainly. Is that right? I think that's what I read. I want to. Su- I, I just hope that Trump doesn't punish all Californias. Well, you just always wall us off, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> While you're at it, don't stop at the Mexican border. Just keep keep the wall going. <laughs> uh, last on this list for uh, um, for uh, trends for 2017, voice control is a new trend for home buyers. What does that mean? Which, well, you know, they got that Alexa and the OK Google, uh, uh-huh. home, the Google Home and Alexa. Which, oops, there goes my phone. I've heard me say yeah. OK Google. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I bet you planned that. Where would yeah. you like to buy, Mark? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's actually pretty cool. I have yet to buy that for my house. I actually do have a smart home. I have a home that when I remodeled it, I had a friend of mine who specialized. In, in installing Control 4 in high-end hotels, I had them come to my house and do you know, Control 4 with Nest thermostats and yeah. LED lighting and, and uh, um, audio and TV and all of the security. All that stuff's all tied in. But the thing that I don't have yet is voice control. I still... Voice control. Oh, yeah. Now I can, I can control things from my phone or from a keypad and other ones. That's still pretty cool. So I don't yeah. have to get out of my couch, but it'd be nice to yell. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like the clapper. That's right. What else you got, yeah. Rob? Well, I was, we were talking earlier about FHA loans and 3% down payments and, and 0% down payments, what have you. Um, but I came across an article that I found very interesting because it's very relevant to my business. I do a lot of uh, financing here in the Bay Area where borrowers put less than 20% down. Mm. It says here, the average Bay Area buyer must set aside almost two times their annual income to make a 20% down payment. So when you think of the implications of that in the modern it's world, huge. I mean, it's that's a lot that's of money. Lot, I mean, yeah. median home prices right around a million dollars, um, and and coming up with the two hundred k to do that um, mm-hmm. when when I think people have a lot of other. Um, Look, we've all talked about it before. Student loan debt. Uh, they, they're getting on with their lives. People who are looking to buy a house often are in, if not the peak earning years of their lives, but they're in. You know, they're they're raising a family. Uh, they've got a busy work career. They have other expenditures, so it's not as if you can just you know create this twenty percent in in a bubble, um, or in a vacuum rather. And twenty um, percent, it's 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 a large 
amount of their paycheck. So I'd be curious to know what you guys think about that. All right. We'll uh, tell you what. We'll answer that when we come back. Another trivia, <coughs> excuse me, another commercial break. Another trivia question here. What food is made from vegetable oil, egg yolks, and lemon juice and is possibly named after a town in Spain? I got it. You got it? Yeah. Oh, good for you. Okay, the first caller with the correct answer is going to win that free tanning certificate from Tan Bella. It's good for three tanning services. Just one certificate's good for three. Call 888-912-1190 to answer that question. And don't touch that dial because the uh, best of investing will be right back. Actually, I'm going to make a quick note here. The Mount View Hotel in beautiful Calistoga is celebrating Napa Valley's Cabernet season with special getaway experience. Uh, enjoy one night in a king or queen winery suite, wine tasting, beer flight, couples massage, total package valued at $810, but guests will only pay $525 plus tax and gratuity. Contact the Mount View Hotel, 800-816-6877 or go to mountviewhotel.com. Don't touch that dial. The best of us. You'll be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf and Rob Spinoza. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, when I mentioned that Mountain View Hotel, uh, in order to get that great rate, you have to use the promo code CS-T. So check out MountViewHotel.com and put in that promo code. All right, here was our second trivia question was, what food was made from vegetable oil, egg yolks, and lemon juice and possibly named after a town in Spain? Uh, I just, I misinterpreted. Holidays? No, you're close. Oh, I was going to say pisco. No, no was, mayonnaise. Uh, I don't know if that's actually. I guess that's technically a food. I love mayonnaise. Yeah. Yeah. Mayon, <laughs> but I, I don't eat it by the spoon. Yeah, yeah, by, uh, or put it on French fries. You know? um, okay, so Mark, we got an email uh, from a listener that says uh, it's a little long. I'll, let me read it here. My son is interested in a property to buy for himself. However, he doesn't have the necessary income or down payment to qualify for a loan with a bank on his own. My idea is to purchase it all cash and then see if he can get a private loan to partially pay me off. In two years, I'm hoping he'll qualify for a bank loan to pay off the private loan. Is this doable? Any suggestions? Wow. Okay. <laughs> that was a mouthful. So, well, the, the answer is, generally speaking, when you go to a, a private money lender versus a conventional lender, you know, you know, aside from the fact that the loans are typically you know faster to get, easier to get, uh, lower documentation requirements, and, and of course, you're paying more for that money. Uh, the cost of a private money loan is is, is typically double, uh, sometimes more than double uh, uh, the cost of a conventional loan. But again, one of the things that we know, thanks to Dodd-Frank, is that uh, conventional financing is much more difficult to qualify for, and oddball, out-of-the-box type of transactions are usually hard to, f- to get approved. Uh, that's the bottom line, and we, we found that uh, even with some of our clients who come to us uh, for temporary financing, temporary in their minds, and then find it you know difficult to to uh, conventionally refinance out, and that's so one of the things we do at Pacific Private Money is we, you know, one of the things we have to analyze before we make a loan is how viable is the exit strategy for the borrower, how how uh, successful uh, do we believe they will be at being able to pay off that loan. So here's a situation where. Um, I guess, in essence, when you strip it down, the dad is willing to buy the house for the kid, um, and I guess 
what, gift it to him so that he can conventionally refi it in his name? I guess I, I, guess. I lost That's a what little he says. Bit Well, he says any, any suggestions on Well, this. any suggestions are, 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 are essentially... Who's um, on title, yeah. Right, who's on the title, and we generally don't really care. In fact, you can put your son on the title, uh, and you could be a guarantor on the note. It's possible for you to be um, on the note... Uh, and uh, not and a guarantor on that note, and not on the title. Again, a bank is probably you know the, their head will probably yeah, fly if to, yeah, you try exactly. to suggest that. Yeah. But but uh, this would be a way to we would actually put your son uh, on title for the purchase. You'd be putting up the cash. You and he both would be on the note, but only he would sign the deed of trust because only he would be listed as the owner of that property. Meanwhile, you're a guarantor on that note. Uh, it, depending on the, the metrics and the loan-to-value, if we needed more collateral, we might uh, uh, cross-collateralize with another piece of property, maybe the primary residence of the dad. So, yeah, exactly. again, okay, there's a whole bunch of ways A lot ways of flexibility. Do, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. There's, there's yeah. a tremendous amount of flexibility, and that's why people come to us because they know that at the end of the day, we can help you capture the property. There are just a we're extremely creative and flexible and agreeable to help you capture the property if you believe uh, and if you and if we believe that you will have a way to pay us back because we don't like making long term loans at Pacific Private Money uh, realistically because we know if if we're charging you you know between nine and ten percent on the note rate. That's, for most people, not a sustainable long-term solution for financing. And again, we're, we're, um, we're a plan B when, when plan A, conventional financing, is not an option for you. And But we really want you to get out of our loan at some point. Uh, well, so do they. <laughs> so do they. They love you, but That's not that exactly much. That's right. Yeah. So, so the, 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 you know, in our portfolio, the loans that are problems are the ones uh, that are you know, two, three years. The ones yeah. that stick around. Yeah. Because again, it's just hard in this marketplace where you know, profits are skinnier, yields are skinnier, prices aren't going up as high as they were before, um, we're you know we're looking at a lot of reasons why uh, the exit strategy for us is really the, the one of the number one things we look at when someone comes to us for money. So gotcha. for more information, uh, give us a call four one five eight eight three twenty one fifty, or easiest just to go to our website pacificprivatemoney.com. Very good, uh, Rob. Email comes in for you. It says I had a short sale in two thousand twelve, but now my wife and I are thinking of getting back into the market. How soon after a short sale can we buy a home? Good question. So uh, we were talking about FHA loans a little earlier. FHA has the most lenient structure um, with short sales and foreclosures, uh, but conventionally speaking, um, the gold standard with a short sale has always been four years. So when you have, uh, like we see in the Bay Area, even uh, a jumbo loan. For example, a four-year waiting period today would get you back in um, to the best terms available, assuming you meet the other criteria. I mean, short sales also don't happen in a vacuum. So you have to hope that since the short sale, the borrower has been able to resurrect their credit scores, um, has been able to save the necessary amounts for the down payment and reserves. But as long as they've done that, four years is the gold standard. Now, we do have a number of alternate investors that will allow a short sale and even a foreclosure back in after one year. Um, and there's some out there that'll say one day after a foreclosure. But what you have to realize is you're paying a lot more for that loan. Uh, and you, you possibly have to put more down. But our best options, again, uh, four years for a short sale with some good, attractive alternates coming in um, uh, slightly below that as well. So keep those things in mind uh, if you've had a short sale. And mm -hmm. most of the short sale uh, activity, what we're seeing, is certainly the foreclosure activity, most of that 
2009, 2010 were the peak years. Short sales kind of lingered on a little bit longer than that as well. So a lot of people here in 2017 may not realize, but they're, they're coming up on that. Interesting. And yeah. how do people get a hold of you if you have any uh, questions? I work out of the Mill Valley office of RPM Mortgage, right off the 101 freeway. Um, you can look me up on Yelp if you go and just search for mortgage broker in Marin County, even though technically I'm a mortgage banker, I guess you would say. But uh, anything online, Rob Spinoza, RPM Mortgage, you'll find me there and uh, happy to be of service. Very good. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to cut to our uh, third commercial break trivia question. Before we do, want to make a quick mention for Beach Blanket Babylon. You know, whether you're conservative or liberal. Is that uh, alliteration or? assonance. Uh, what? <laughs> I didn't get that one. I'm okay. confused. <laughs> they, 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 I, I went on the website and you see Trump with like this hu- super huge hairdo and I, I got to think that it's going to be it's very topical funny. and funny. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Saturday Night Live of the West. That's right. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it really. Okay, so here's our uh, trivia question. What Colorado town with a precious name is home of Coors Beer? Got it. All right. Yep. The first caller with the correct answer is going to win that free tan Bella certificate. Good for three tanning services. Call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190 to answer this question. What Colorado town with a precious name is home of Coors Beer? Don't touch that dial. The best of investing is going to be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190 or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf of Pacific Private Money and Rob Spinoza of RPM Mortgage. Third trivia question, what Colorado town with a precious name is home of Coors Beer? Golden Colorado. Gold. Yeah, <laughs> precious like gold. There you go. Mark wrote it down. I'm like, that guy's been to some college uh, parties. Uh, <laughs> I, I, drunk, I, I drank a lot of Coors in my ute. In your ute. <laughs> yeah. I like Coors Light. You know? yeah. um, I'm kind of a lightweight that way. All right, Mark, uh, deal of the week. So we had a borrower, actually the borrower's broker, um, calls us up in a panic uh, uh, actually called over the weekend on a Saturday. I, I, I actually was working on Saturday and I, I heard the message and got a hold of this uh, um, uh, listing uh, agent representing this client. Her client was in contract to buy a home for a little over $4 million in Woodside. And there was a million dollars down payment and they had been approved for a conventional loan of $3 million and everything was going along swimmingly. And they had a non-refundable deposit, didn't Oof. they? They had a non-refundable deposit and when That would they, be 120 k Yeah, it was a little over yeah, 120 yeah. k uh, And when the, um, on the Saturday that I got the call, they had to close that purchase contract um, by the following Friday or the seller was going to cancel the contract, keep the deposit, and sell it to the backup offer, which was all cash. So what happened that uh, made a conventional loan approval all of a sudden be declined? Well, this wealthy, high FICO score borrower, among other things, is self-employed. And so in order to document his income, and to get it high enough to qualify for this $3 million mortgage, he had to include all the rental income from the rental properties that he owned. Okay. Now, very I'm tough. not sure of yep. the timing of when the following happened, but very close to when uh, escrow was getting ready to close, 
what the underwriting department for the lender I guess it is a Google search on all of the property addresses. I don't know if it was for the first time or the second time. And notice that one of the properties listed as an income property was for sale. And so they, as a result of, of seeing that listed on the market, they uh, pulled, the they pulled yep. that property off for contention for uh, income calculations. And it was a number that was significant enough to uh, decline that so I guess I guess the theory is if the person if the borrower sells that rental property, there's no more rental income, right? And of course they're going to take the money and go to the, go buy a boat, or right? Something it doesn't that's make any sense for, nope, from a, from a logic standpoint. But, and here's here's what had happened. Apparently, it wasn't supposed to be publicly listed on the MLS yet. Uh, the oh. the the listing agent, the realtor for that uh, buyer of that home, was told. I want to sell that home, but don't put it on the market until I finalize my refinance of my home. Or I actually, that's not refinance, the purchase, purchase of this yeah. of my new home. And uh, I guess he didn't listen. Uh, Overzealous. Put it on the market. Yeah. And so, so we were, and that was a really good loan for us. That was a $3 million loan. We were able to do the funding. We had to waive certain um, guidelines, which you can under threat of losing a $120 plus thousand dollar deposit. And uh, we closed that home. And actually, it, actually, we did go into the following week, but the um, the seller agreed. Yeah. Um, so it actually was a seven business day close from wow. start to finish on a $3 million loan. And that act, that loan actually recently paid off, too. So it was... Uh, uh, it was outstanding for a very short period of time, and we're okay with that. We love making no prepayment penalty, no minimum interest uh, uh, payments due on loans because we're all about uh, helping you close the transaction if you want to pay us back in six days, six weeks, or six months, as long as it's not six years. Uh, we like <laughs> it. So um, for more information on how we might be able to help you or your client, if you're a realtor or mortgage broker and you have uh, um you know, clients or transactions that get into a bind, we're the fixer. Give us a call, Pacific Private Money, 415-883-2150 or PacificPrivateMoney.com. And I'm going to guess that the seller's attorney told him, listen, I know you're going to keep this, you want to keep this $130,000 and get a backup offer, but if, if this guy really can close in a week... I don't think there's a judge in the world. I mean, this guy would get a Liz Pendence or something to say, come on, judge, you know, right, we're going right, to right. uh, Well, there is close. a process for canceling. You have to give a notice to perform. Right. And how many hours is that typically? Uh, it can be 24, 48 hours. Yeah. 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 So, 72 hours I've seen. So it depends. Well, the yeah. good news yeah. is uh, they all lived happily ever after. So we were, we were thrilled to do <laughs> wow, that. Wow. That's, you know, there's some hair loss during that process. <laughs> yeah, so, well, I mean, there was, yeah, there yeah. was, there was some stress and, and panic. cost. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, hey, Rob, I wanted to ask you yeah. something about that. You know, you're talking about earlier. Uh, uh, segment we talked about how in the Bay Area, you know, a twenty percent down payment is typically uh, two times the average annual income to, to make a twenty percent down payment. You know, given that it's 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 so difficult for for most people, especially first time home buyers, why doesn't everybody just go FHA? What's the difference between an FHA and a twenty percent down loan? Uh, well, there's a few distinctions. Number one is FHA will only allow you to get a loan amount up to the county maximum limit, which here in a lot of the Bay Area is six hundred and thirty six thousand. One hundred and fifty. That was just increased uh, from six twenty five five. So uh, it won't serve every buyer's needs. That's the first thing. The second thing is that, like all solutions that are less than twenty percent down, no matter how appealing they are to the buyer, the seller also has to. Uh, it also has to pass muster with the seller because if you if you're uh, a seller right. and you see an FHA offer, a lot of agents wrongly so think that FHA loans require 
pest inspections and things like they and do on a vehicle. Longer. And will take longer and oh. the government bureaucracy and all that other stuff. But FHA loans, really, everybody owes the FHA a debt of gratitude. They saved the market during the downturn. because. Well, and let me ask you, I'm sorry to interrupt, yeah. but, but you, the, that 600 some odd thousand dollar figure, is yeah. that now the conforming? That's what's known as the high balance FHA or conforming loan limit. So, okay, so 417,000 is the conform, or 424,100 is the new conforming loan limit. Yeah, we thought it was in the Right. Uh, but there is in, in metropolitan statistical areas like Marin and, and the Bay Area, they recognize that the average costs are higher and, and so that there's well, that secondary. raise that from 600. <laughs> well, it used to be 729, 750 during the peak of the downturn oh. and they reduced that. Yeah. Um, and so that's the, the, the best answer to your question, Mark, is that's why you, you won't see FHA everywhere. And uh, so what you will see sometimes is a 10% down solution, but mm. then, you know, your savvier agents will wonder, well, hey, if it's a 10% down at an offer price that's a little bit lofty, now you run an appraisal risk. Because if that property doesn't appraise, the buyer's only bringing in 10% down, may not have the resources to bridge that gotcha. difference. Um, I guess it, last but not least, yeah. the payment's going to be higher and the, the rate's probably going to be higher too, isn't well, it? Well, uh, surprisingly, the rates are very, very good on those programs. Oh, if, okay. you, if your FICO's good, if you have all the other attributes, you're fine there. But yes, you're, you're financing 90% of the property as opposed to 80 so so naturally the, the payment would be higher as well. And yeah. Mark, um, we've got another, well, we've got a couple of minutes. Um, I, I wanted to ask you about the fund. What are you, what's the, because I don't want to teach the, I want to educate the audience about how much interest they can earn in your fund. So we we fund our loans. The loans that we make at Pacific Private You're talking Money, about the other side of the deal. Right. The other yeah. side of the deal are all funded with private right. capital. And right now, uh, many, if not most, of the loans that we originate at Pacific Private Money are funded through a mortgage, a, a pooled mortgage investment vehicle called the Pacific Private Money Fund. And so the Pacific Private Money Fund takes... Uh, capital from private individuals who invest in our fund, and, and we loan that out, uh, just like a, a bank would loan that out. And they receive a rate of return on that investment in the fund based on the income that the fund generates through both the interest it charges on the loans and the loan fees, because uh, we as the broker uh, at Pacific Private Money, we um, uh, the fund is its own separate entity, uh, and there's an arm's length relationship with it, but the broker collects uh, transactional fees on every loan and shares that with the fund. So the fund, uh, it's a very, very um, uh, easy and efficient uh, income generating uh, um, system, and it's paying out 7.8% uh, nice. as of the end of 2016. Yeah. So that, And that's higher than actually a lot of funds in California are paying right now. So we've actually been very successful. Well, a lot of funds don't share po- with, uh, don't receive half the points either. That's exactly right. All right, so. stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. We're going to come back with some closing comments. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, Edward Brown here, your host, along with Mark Hump, co-host and co-host Rob Spinoza. Mark, you have some noteworthy um, stats. Yeah, some year-end statistics for the California home market. Uh, We have uh, um, the unsold inventory index uh, declined a little bit, uh, 2.8 months at the end of uh, December 2015 to 2.6 months. So again, further constraining. Yes. Uh, We've got uh, demand for homes outstripping supply. That's not looking, that's not likely to change soon. Um, We had uh, solid uh, price growth through 2016. So the average uh, 
uh, increase in median home prices was up 5.5% for the year. Uh, it's now uh, over $500,000 for the first time. So $502,000 was the uh, year-end median home price. Also, the number of days it took to sell a home has dropped uh, from nearly 40 days at the end of December of 2015 to 33 days in December of 2016. So again, all of these uh, uh, would indicate that uh, the housing market is uh, continues to be tight. Um, although, like we mentioned earlier in San Francisco, um, you know, <laughs> we're we're seeing some. Uh, uh, price depreciation pressures, but again, not a bad thing. There's so many interesting um, sort of nuances in those stats, because when you talk about, for instance, the days on market, Mm -hmm. depending on where you are, the the preponderance of cash offers and things like that play into it, and it's it. And the other thing that I look at when I talk talk about the the length of the transaction is how we as an industry have adjusted to the regulatory change with uh, Tilla Respa Integrated Disclosure or TRID, which was new beginning twenty sixteen, yeah. and we've had a whole year, We're year into it now. Yeah, to adjust our system and and try and ease the um, the process for the buyer. So. You know there are built-in challenges to to that number, and yet we we seeing it come down is is really heartening for our industry because we've worked really hard to make sure the consumer experience gets uh, enables them to close on time, whereas the regulatory environment it almost wants to prevent that. Yeah. So you know, yeah. slow the whole thing down, make sure everybody understands things to the nth degree. But then you got this really dynamic market here in the Bay Area where buyers and sellers are trying to get things to happen quickly. So yeah. there's two two forces that are you know not not on the same page working to ultimately achieve the same goal. Diametrically well, opposed. Yeah. <laughs> well, as, as a lender, I am bullish for Bay Area and yeah, California real estate market for 2017. For yeah. uh, I absolutely am. I do. You know, I get asked almost every day from uh, a lot of my investor clients, uh, do you see our, do you think we're, we've, we're peaking or are we uh, about to go into another real estate, downward real estate cycle? I don't think the so. The answer to that, for, from, from my perspective, is absolutely not. And I will uh, tell you, there's plenty of buyers out there who have continued to express great interest on a very human level. And what, yeah. I, what I mean by that is forget all the trends, forget all the numbers, forget all the stats. There's a lot of people who just want to buy a home, and, and well, that's well, great to as, talk to them. As long as employment. It's, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a major thing. As as I agree with you. California yeah. employment yeah. is very strong yeah. right now, and yeah. again, shows no signs of abating. Yep. Yeah. So right. that's all good. And of course, you know, uh, uh, those who invest in real estate know it, it's all about job growth. And uh, again, job growth in California was strong. In fact, California job growth outstripped every other state in the nation last year. Well, if you, wanna, if you want to make a case to me that, that California long term is not a good investment in terms of real estate, I mean, here in the Bay Area especially, but also LA, places like that, uh, you're going to have a hard time convincing me of that. And I tell a lot of uh, clients frequently that if you're in, in this area and you plan to stay here, I don't see a, a, sh- a more surefire way to to build your net worth than to accumulate or to, to own real estate. It's very hard now, if you now don't. If people start buying houses. Uh, we're going to see a downturn in the uh, apartment. I don't think so. I, I, I think I think our growth in California is strong enough that multi housing is going to continue to be a, a very strong investment if you can get right. it for the right cap rate. That's going to be the challenge. That's going to be a challenge. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, guys. Appreciate that. Here's our thoughts for the day. They say that nobody is perfect. Then they tell you practice makes perfect. I wish they'd make up their minds. You know who said that? (laughs) Will Chamberlain said that. Smart guy. And Hank Aaron, good sense of humor here, said, it took me 17 years to get 3,000 hits in baseball. It took one afternoon on the golf course. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great quote. Isn't that great? I don't don't think I want to play golf with him. Okay. 
Of course, I'd like to meet him. That'd be great. All right. Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. We're wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on the Bay Area's Business Leader. AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.